Love and Talk Radio. Oh, 
if you're watching via the replay, to still leave your comments. If you leave a comment, even if it's after hours, I read all the comments. Unfortunately, that's what I do. So I, I look for all the comments, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Uh, but feel free to leave those comments at any time. Uh, if you choose to send an email off hours, you can do that as well. Uh, but we are always looking for any and all interaction with all of our viewers and listeners. But in the meantime, in between time, let me give you the rundown on how you can be a part of the live show right now. If you're already on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, chats, emails, complaints, letters, all of that good stuff. That'll get you over to her. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number, 323-870-4375. That is your call-in number. One more time for the Holy Ghost, 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number. If you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. If you want to uh, follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to uh, follow us on the gram, follow us on IG, follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right, same thing. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio, two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. Uh, the live streams are up and running. That's right. We're coming on live everywhere. The live streams are up and running. Right now, we're on five social media, uh, Facebook. I'm sorry. We're on three, four Facebook pages right now, live right now on four Facebook pages. You can find us. Same thing, Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. Uh, YouTube, we're live right now on the TTLO Media Group YouTube, TTLO Radio YouTube page, Taking the Limits Off Radio. Just do a simple search on YouTube for Taking the Limits Off Radio. Once you get there, once you get there, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then hit the notification, the live notifications. Same thing on Facebook. If you're watching on, on Facebook, hit that button that says live notifications. That way, every time, every time we go live for any reason, you'll get the notification and you'll say, I'm not going to miss it. I didn't miss it. All of that good stuff. Don't forget, we are an iHeartRadio partner. That's right. We're an iHeartRadio partner. What does that mean? That means you can catch all of our live, all of our podcasts are available on the uh, iTunes, uh, iTunes, iHeart, <laughs> iHeart Media Crew uh, Network. Real simple, real simple, real easy to do. All you got to do is dip, do a simple search for the Taking the Limits Off or the TTLO Radio Media Group. All you got to do is do a simple search for Taking Limits Off Media Group. Not only will you find the TTLO Radio Show, but you'll also find Healthy Soul Talk with the one, the only Dr. Kimberly Thomas every Thursday uh, at 5.30 p.m. She should be back in for her first show of December uh, every Thursday 
Dr. Kemp is a, would have been a yeah, it would be a, still be our first show of December. But every Thursday, uh, Dr. Kimberly Thomas with Healthy Soul Talk, real talk, real issues, real solutions. Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. We need to get that on the thing too, because I did can't I coined that phrase. Real talk, real issues, real solutions. Healthy Soul Talk. Need to make a thing for her. Yeah, you on it? Got it. That's why you over. That's why they, that's why they pay you the big bucks. Uh, what are you talking about? What did you say? Mm. What did you say? Zero. I said zero. I, I'm, 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 the, I'm, the, I'm the pay. Oh, okay. Huh? <laughs> Watch out now. So anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, but you can catch that every every Thursday at 5:30 p.m. Also, don't forget about my brother, the good pastor from the Faith Works and Vision Church. Uh, you can catch them every every uh, Tuesday, every Tuesday with the Kitchen Chronicles. Pastor Harold D. Washington presents the Kitchen Chronicles. Feeds your soul and your 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 stomach, your soul and your spirit, all in the same setting. Somewhere around seven fifteen, seven thirty, you can catch Pastor Harold Washington and the Kitchen Chronicles. Now, why they got seven fifteen on that on that seven o'clock on that? Knowing good and well, he don't start at seven. We'll talk hey, about it. Hey, I, I, know just, I just grabbed the artwork. That boy got on some, as my mom would say, some pink pants. Pink. Mm-hmm. The brother got on some pink pants. I'm gonna talk about it when he get if he coming here tonight. Uh, but you can catch him right there. The Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday, every Tuesday, uh, right here on the TTLO Media Group. But watch this. We start our week off. How do we start our week off? We start our week off right here. Right here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, you can catch the live simulcast from where? The birthplace, the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. You can catch Pastor Darryl, Senior Pastor Darrell in person at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family right here uh, on the TTLO Media Group. We start at 11 o'clock. Look, we're going live at 11. I don't care if uh, I got to sing a solo. Y'all hoping that don't ever happen. But we start at 11 o'clock every Sunday, right at 11 o'clock. You can catch us right here every Sunday. But then my brother right here, like soon, not, not, now sometime soon as we get done or right before we get done, you can also catch, what can you catch? You can catch the Faith Works and Vision Church. What? The Faith Works and Vision Church right here at the historic Ebenezer, I'm sorry, right here at the TTLO Media Group. It's broadcast from here, right. but it's over there. That's how we do. The Faith Works and Vision Church from the wild, wild west side. You can come and join and watch my brother. Oh, look at y'all got the new little pictures up. Boy, I tell you, somebody ought to pay us for something around here. But the Faith Works and Vision Church, you can come and worship with us. Uh, come and check them out. It's always a good Holy Ghost party over at the Faith Works and Vision Church. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Every Sunday, right around 1230, 1245. And I said it on purpose. 1230, 1245. That's what time they normally kick it off. So you can always catch them there. And you can always find us on Spotify, iTunes. Anyway, you can download the podcast. You can find us there. All right. So look, it's Monday. Yeah, it's Monday, it's Monday, it's Monday. So what do we do on Mondays? It's the church check-in. It's the church check-in every Monday, every Monday. Somebody say every, every Monday, every Monday, every Monday. You can check us out right here, the church check-in, the full piece, huh? 
the four-piece jacket. Uh-oh, look at look, look at God. Boy, I tell you, boy, boy, we get a dollar, I'm going to get you 50 cents. Boy, watch out, boy. Look at here, look at here. It's the church check-in. Y'all know the church check-in. This is how you do the church check-in. What church did you go to? Uh-huh. Who preached? Uh-huh. What was the scripture and what was the sermon title? Huh? That's the four, the four piece check in, four pieces, four pieces. Now, if you would have had a leg, thigh, breast, and a wing. I was going to go there. But that's wait, wait till we get us a chicken sponsor. Right. That was because you still got to talk to old boy. Right. I never did get to holler at him. But we okay. got to get us a chicken. I'm going to talk to him and the Popeyes and the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Whichever one decides, you know, sharks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the never? But come on. <laughs> but in the meantime, it's the full puzzle piece now. It's the full piece check in. What church did you go to? Who preached? What was the scripture? And what was the sermon title? It's the four piece check in. Come on and check in. Y'all know how we do that. Let me go ahead and check the chat real quick to see who I now I already saw. I already saw uh 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 my my sister oh that she is right there Lisette checked in god bless the lord i ain't seen my sister in a long time uh but come on in come on in let's see we got michelle war is that right uh elect lady debris i'm gonna say the berries <laughs> with an s she got to come get me first. Look, I, I'm going to say it until she show up one Sunday morning and bless us with her presence when I preach. I'm going to say it until I'm going to say it like that. Uh, uh, who else we got? Shiante, God bless you. God bless you. We late too. It's okay. Uh, who else we got? Lissette, God bless you. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Y'all come on in. Yeah, come on. y'all. Now, y'all say something when you get in here. Now, I know, look, I got one or two. Uh, let me say it, uh, and let me do, be, be, be politically correct. I got one or two stalkers on YouTube that don't never say nothing, but y'all need to come on, say something. If you're watching on the tube, if you're watching on the YouTube, come on, say something. Let me know who you is. Like, say something to me. Just say hello. Say hi. Don't say nothing ignorant. But say hello. Say hi. Say something to me. And then the rest of y'all that's watching on Facebook, she says she's ready to come back. Whenever you're ready, you let, you let us know. Uh, but come on, come on, let us know what's going on with your four-piece check-in. The four-piece check-in, one more time, the four-piece check-in is real simple, real easy to do. All you got to do is let us know what church did you go to, meaning did you watch, attend, or watch virtually or attend uh, uh, in, in person? Uh, who preached? What scripture? What was the sermon title? Four pieces, the four piece. Church check-in. I want to know what church you went to. I want to know what that was all about for your services on yesterday. But in the meantime, while we waiting on the four-piece check-in, while we waiting on the four-piece check-in, we're going to start getting some prizes for the four-piece check-in. We're going to see how we're going to start this work out. We'll get some prizes for the four-piece check-in. Uh, I know we got some T-shirts around here somewhere. We got a lot of T-shirts. We're going to start giving away some of them good old TTLO uh, T-shirts that we had made uh, for the four-piece check-in. Um, start looking for those. Ooh, Lord, I clicked on this button and it gave me them 11 great new tacos to try in Chicago picture came up. I clicked the wrong button and my and the hunger spirit overtook me. <laughs> Stop clicking. That's not your ministry. Huh? That ain't with the hunger spirit. Uh, what you mini- mean? Your ministry is to eat the tacos. I find the taco place. Okay, sorry. Oh, yes, I am there to eat, partake. Michael Hearn said he went to bedside ministry and the word was sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Who preached? <laughs> what was the sermon? What was, what, 
What was the scripture? Now, nah, you, you gave me a two-piece check-in. I need a four-piece. We, I asked you for the hard time special. I want the four-piece check-in. Asunder a, a chapter one, <laughs> verse one. Oh, God. Oh, God. These, these covers shall cover you. Really? Really? No. Really? That's what you want? Really? That's, that's what you got? That's what you got? Help us, Jesus. Help us. All right, y'all. While we waiting for y'all to do the check-in, let me give y'all this bit of news because this was quite interesting. Um, this bit of news was quite interesting. I'm trying to make sure this sound don't pop up on here. You hit pause. Okay, good. Before you even play. All right. So did you all see this? This was um, – I'm getting all types of, like, take me back to the day when we had pop-up ads. <laughs> like, we don't want none of this. They won't let you be great. Yeah, like I'm trying to get back to the thing. I don't want none of this here, buddy. Buddy, we don't want none of this. All right. So anyway, uh, on December the 4th, I believe it was December 3rd, it says. Uh, no, 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 no. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He says. Uh, Better skin from wow, your body. Just what I was trying to avoid. Okay. So here we go. Uh, on November 10th, a plumber. Here we go. Y'all ready for this? A plumber doing repair work at Pastor Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church found hundreds of envelopes, say it properly, envelopes, envelopes of cash and checks hidden in the wall that police think is connected to a massive 2014 theft at the Houston megachurch. I'm reading this from CNN. Officers were called to the church on November 10th to investigate the discovery, according to a statement from the Houston Police Department. This is what it reads. Church members stated that during a renovation project, a large amount of money, including cash checks and money orders, was found inside the wall, the statement said. Police said the evidence was recovered from the recovered checks suggest that the envelopes are connected to the ready y'all ready for this? March ninth the March ninth, twenty fourteen theft of undisclosed amounts of money from the church. From twenty fourteen, y'all. CNN reported at the time that about six hundred thousand dollars 2000 in cash and 400000 in checks was taken from the church safe. The money came from contributions given on March 8th and 9th of 2014. Okay, pause one sec. Let me. No. Hold one sec. I got to pause right there. Sign up. What's going on? It said that the money came from contributions given on March the 8th. And March the 9th, mm-hmm. totally $600,000 now. Mm-hmm. In two days, mm-hmm. that's, they got gifts and contributions for $600,000. Mm-hmm. Let me finish reading, Jesus. Burglary and theft officers inventoried and documented the recovered money and left it in the custody of the church because it was property found on its premises, the statement said. Police said the investigation is ongoing. Lakewood Church confirmed the discovery in a statement provided to CNN, but did not provide additional information because the investigation was still active. Recently, while repair work was being done in Lakewood Church, an undisclosed amount of cash and checks were found. The statement said Lakewood immediately notified the police department and is assisting them in their investigation. News became, uh, the find became public on Thursday when a man who identified himself as the plumber called into a Houston radio station, uh, and said, uh, they were telling about amazing stories, and there was a loose toilet in the wall, he says, and we removed the tile. 
went to go remove the toilet, and I moved some insulation away, and about 500 envelopes fell out of the wall, and I was like, oh, wow, the caller said. The caller said he contacted the maintenance supervisor and turned the money in. Uh, co-host George Lindsay told CNN they talked to the man who said his name was Justin off-air to make sure it wasn't a prank. Uh, I wish we had video of our faces because we were all like, holy cow. He said he was impressed that Justin did the right thing and turned in the money. He could have stashed the money or some of the money in his pocket and walked out and never said anything to anybody, but he was honest, a stand-up guy. Uh, Crime Stoppers of Houston had offered $25,000 reward in 2014 for information leading to an arrest in the case, but the organization said the money is no longer available because the statute of limitation had expired in the case. So the man don't get no reward. Don't get no reward. Well, maybe the church will give them something. So Crime Stoppers had put up 25k back in 2014, but the statute of limitations had ran out. I'm gonna need Lakewood to cover that check for my man, because my man could have walked up out of there with 200 cash in his pocket mm-hmm. and threw them checks in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Now them checks ain't no good, because. You know, I'm sure they got uh uh what is it, like 120 day things on them, 120 day uh you know cash before date. Do they have their own personal checks? Oh, I don't know. Now, if you a balance, now if you a balanced checkbook person, you didn't you didn't you didn't spend that money. That money's still sitting in your checking account <laughs> from 2014. I'm yep. pretty sure they reached out to people who probably who said they gave and yeah. and and, it, and they was waiting on the check to cash. Well, like I know. Like, you know, if a check doesn't make it here, uh, mine's, mine's let it know. It, it lets me know, and then it just, uh, you know, puts it back in the bank account. So let me ask a question. And if anybody from Ebenezer is on here listening, somebody say something to me. I want to warn y'all ahead of time. This is not the warning. Tanya, give me a hammer <laughs> and a chisel. Let me be quiet, because I'm about to say something. I'm going to start tearing up some of these walls around <laughs> Hold on. Don't we got, like, some bathrooms in the other building over there that they, they ain't been working? I'm going to start checking behind the toilet. <laughs> you ain't even got to do I'm going to start. <laughs> huh? It's past the person on here. I'm going to start checking. What? <laughs> Uh, let me go. I'm gonna start checking the walls right here. We gonna start knocking. Sound hollow to me. <laughs> Pat ain't nobody ain't nothing there. I don't know. Pat, you don't know. They could have buried in there for you before you got here. <laughs> for your mama and them was here. I'm just going. To, I just think we need to start doing some uh, what they call it, excavation. I'm going on a great quest. To see what's up in the walls around here. Preferably not living. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going up here. Why are you looking at me? I'm a who? No, just call me. Uh, just call me. Um, uh, Black Indiana Jones. <laughs> I need a hat. Give me a hat. You ain't. You turned your mic off. Oh, it's dead. One of the two. Oh. Yeah, so you doing stuff over there. See? I, I'm, I'm going to call you Chester Copperpot. Who? That's from the Goonies. 
I don't, I don't like that name. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like that name. I'm going to start. So if y'all see any extra holes in the wall, uh, Mike said I'll be there in 15 minutes with all the work permits you need. I know that's right. Well, he well, he just helped us with the first step. Come on, man. Look here. I need, hey, Mike, come on. We're going to just start randomly knocking walls down. Let me get up here behind that mural. <laughs> See if somebody stashed a little bag or something. Somebody, I need to go up. Let me see. It's a couple of little, you know, where the flow creek when you walk. Let me pull up a couple of floorboards. Let me see what's well, around. Said, here. Well, there's a room downstairs by the board room, and if you go past that, see, I ain't going to that room. No, she's about that room. I know what room she's talking about. Is it that little crawl space? I ain't going down there. It's down where the slaves came in here. Where they was getting, where they was getting fruit of papers when you came out the other side. I ain't going to that room. You ain't seen down in the in the, in the room where you go to the. Where I, you, I've done up. No, go down. I don't want to go down. No, in the main base where the bathrooms are. It's a oh, little, I'm not going. I'm not going around that corner. Yeah, around that. It's like a. I'm not going around that corner. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who takes people there when you come to the church? I think that was my first day here. And so let me take you on the tour, and he took me right. Stanley gonna take me down there. Talking about some. Oh, you see the cross? I don't need to see that. I ain't ever going in there. <laughs> like ever, ever. Y'all got me on top of y'all roof. <laughs> I'm not going around no corner. But but now now if you're telling me it's a bag in there, I might venture. <laughs> she says it's in the room where the food pantry is. It's behind that. Look, Michael won't say it's in the room where the, how you know where the food pantry is. He making an assumption. Right, he over here assuming that might be a good one. Let me check it out before I leave. <laughs> he said that's where the money <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go down there and uh I need you. Let's can we go to the kennel and rent a, a dog sniffing dog? A dog sniffing dog. Can we get? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Can we go get one of them sniffing dogs? I'm gonna let them sniff some the, money. The new thing during the pandemic What's the thing? was uh, these groups that take <clears throat> the metal detectors now mm-hmm. and they go across. You know. Oh, they go hunting for stuff in Chicago and everything. No, I don't. I don't need that. I don't no. need nothing. The metal detector ain't gonna help me. I'm looking for bills. I'm pretty sure it is. I want no coins. coins. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want no coins. You want we want the kind that folds, okay. not the kind that jingles. Okay. Uh-huh. All righty then. Come on. I'm, we're going to go down there. We're going to take a TTLO adventure. Get one of these wireless cameras. You buy yourself. What? Jalen will go with you. <laughs> no, Taylor will go. Jalen ain't going to go. Well, no, because Jalen went exploring. Oh, I know, because Taylor will go anywhere. She don't care. Yeah. She ain't no punk. Okay. She'll go. But I'm I'm just trying to say. So if y'all see some extra holes in the wall, um, you know, I get a little drywall to get them replaced. You know, especially if I find a little something. But you won't know that I found it. But I'm just gonna, you know, go looking because y'all got some. You know, you know what? We need look. You know, we need to look first. Where in them five places? Let's check up in them. See if somebody dropped something down the chimney. Mm. Uh huh. Stuff some up in there. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. See where I'm coming from? You see what you, you smell? You smell what I'm cooking? One, so we got one, two, it's two, 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 five places. Or is it three? Two. It's two. I only know them two. It's just the two. Okay. Somebody might have dropped the bag or something in there. Got to tab some of that good work that Pat did over there. We're going to just take out a couple of pieces. <laughs> Remove a little brass in oh, there. just like in power. Yeah, just like, a little, right. That's may, all. Maybe, maybe in the brick. Come on, something behind the brick. Come on, we gonna just go up in there and look. I'm just trying to see if it's a little extra, some some laying around. It's just a little coin. Right, you know, just, just have my finder fee ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael said I'll be casing the joints since I've been in the building. I ain't always been. <laughs> he said he 
ain't gonna case the joints that's even in the building already. <laughs> no, he gonna act like that man from uh, what was that? First Sunday. And he was the janitor, and he he worked cheap, but he when he dropped the TV, I think. Oh he, yeah, he, yeah. He found the money. <laughs> right, like, right, all right. my life, I ain't never seen nothing like this. <laughs> Start singing a song, right? All my life, <laughs> all my life, <laughs> I paid the price. <laughs> okay, um, I wanted to share that with y'all real quick though, because I thought that was like that was that was crazy. All right, real quick, uh, last little thing. Y'all see, they got the parents of uh, old boy. I ain't talk about that on Friday, did I? I don't think I did. He did. He, was they already locked up Friday too? I think we, they were still searching for him. They were still searching for him. So y'all, they got old boy, uh, the dude, the little, the little, the, the the that little boy that killed the people in Michigan. Uh, they finally got the parents uh, locked away. Uh, thank God they got them uh, locked up, and they they got a million dollar, I believe it was a million dollar bond or something like that. A piece. A piece. Uh. Oh, hold on. I didn't, I didn't, uh, oh, y'all didn't tell me that, hold on, pause on, on that part. You didn't tell me, Tanya, that Juicy testified today. Juicy, uh, Juicy took the stand. <laughs> I'm sorry. They, they said, they said they didn't know whether or not he was going to do yeah, it. Yeah, Juicy Smollett. Smile it. <laughs> Juicy. I'm sorry, just, Juicy. I just can't even say his name. Juicy. Boy, your name, Jesse. Uh, but Juicy, Smollett, Smollett, Juicy Smollett took the stand today. Uh, y'all know the one that said that, that uh, fake the, the beat the beat up. He says he didn't stage the attack. I hope it's found. Okay, turn down your music. All right. That is not what we're doing. These commercials keep coming up on my stuff. Uh, here's the situation. We are. Uh, okay, we're gonna pause YouTube. Thank you. All right. So. Juicy said, the former Empire actor, Juicy Smollett. Stop calling this man Juicy. Juicy Smollett. I'm sorry. Let me get his name right. Juicy Smollett says that uh, he took the stand uh, in his criminal trial on Monday and high stakes attempts to rebuke the charges that he staged a fake hate crime lit in last Chicago police back in 2019. Last week, brothers Bola and Ola. <laughs> wow. Bola and Ola Asandrio testified that Smollett, who is black and gay, directed and paid them to carry out a sham anti-gay racist attack in order to garner sympathetic media coverage. Their testimony, as well as this, uh, that of the Chicago police investigators, formed the core of the prosecution's case against Smollett. But under oath Monday, Juicy offered testimony over five hours in which he denied orchestrating the attack and suggested the brothers, whom he knew from Empire Set, may have had other motivations at play. The day finished with the actor still on the stand and the court scheduled to resume Tuesday morning with the special prosecutor Dan Ware picking up his cross-examination. Smollett on Monday said that Bola, who he called Bond, helped him get drugs, including cocaine. He also said he had a sexual relationship sexual a sexual relationship uh they began to force between the two at a particular chicago bathhouse one night the two were out and smollett testified that juicy and bowler got a private room and did a little bit more drugs and made out on a separate occasion smollett juicy 
told jurors that he and Bola snuck away from his brother after the three were at a female strip club together. And this Bola testified again they got another private room and made out a little bit. And um, I can't even, can, I don't even know if I can read this word on the way. Just stop reading, period. <laughs> then he said last week, Bola denied that they had a sexual relationship. And he said he didn't know that there was even any sexual. You got no comments? Um, I'm done. Thanks. <laughs> he just he, he not he he's he's not taking accountability about what happened at at all. Because at the end of the day, like Steve Harvey said, you still had you you went to Subway with the noose around your neck, Bruh. and and came back home with first, the sandwich. First of all. Can, can we take it a step further? Okay. In 2019, mind you, this was the this was in the middle of the polar vortex at two o'clock in the morning. Right. We when not it was out. when it was minus thirty. We not out. It was the day after tomorrow outside, and you walk into Subway. Didn't uh, wasn't it Dave Chappelle like you know when it's that cold outside? Even a racist don't even be a racist <laughs> right. right now. Richard Pryor said too cold be racist. Right. <laughs> Bruh, you outside at 2 o'clock in the morning in the middle of the polar vortex. Come on now. Outside in the middle of the polar vortex, out there talking about you going to get some Subway. And all these good DoorDash, Caviar, Eats. Right, right. But maybe Empire wasn't paying paying him enough money to order Uber Eats. Out here in this world with a good surcharge. Maybe they wasn't paying him enough. That's what I'm thinking. So that's my juicy smollet. I'm, I'm glad so you can stop saying saying that. Juicy smollet. Yes, thank you. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm Please don't. Mine. Just one more time. No. It's almost like dude who let's say had on her show. May not. Is it? <laughs> Sausages. <laughs> Juicy. Smollett. Next time we go out, she asked about Titty, could you make me a Juicy Smollett? No. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> you, you, you do it, Pastor. Oh, I can't even do it. I can't even do okay, it. I can't even do it. Juicy. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Let me get my voice right. Hold on. <clears throat> Juicy. Smollett. There it is. <laughs> I ain't going to say it no more today. Thank you. He's 39. Court. Thank you for your court TV announcement. I was just trying to help the people. I just be, I just here to help the people with their with problems. That's all I want to do. Michael said smell it. He said smell it instead of smell it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Juicy. Smell it. Like a little kid. <laughs> I told you, you are the worst toddler in America. <laughs> if I was one of my kids at school, I'd put them in my classroom right now. I'm like, you gotta go. Except my little buddy Ray Sean. But yeah, the rest of them I gotta put out. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, last little bit. Last little bit. I'm trying to think. I have one more little news item. I thought I had one more little news item, and then I think we can move on. You want to talk about your beers? I really wasn't going to say nothing about that shit. I wasn't going to say nothing Whoa. about y'all. Chicago. <laughs> Whoa. 
I wasn't going to say that about y'all Chicago Bears. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that about y'all Bears. But y'all Bears is struggling. What's up? Y'all had such high hopes. Y'all let that bogus coach mess up that black boy's uh, quarterbacking. And now he hurt and beat up on the sideline. Y'all let the little uh, redhead boy get up in there. Uh, the little uh, uh, carrot top looking boy, he up in there throwing four interceptions. He looking like he looking real. He ain't got no kind of holy go. He out there playing. They playing NFL. He playing Nerf. So the whole thing is messed up. Y'all is terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, this is the last little piece of news I had. Last little piece of news I had. Uh, this is something that came up. I saw this uh, from uh, earlier today. So the is this muted? Oh no, get it. All right. So the um, in Evanston, Illinois, the case of Emmett Till's infamous 1955 murder is officially closed. The family announced Monday. Officials with the U.S. Justice Department just announced the conclusion of a second reinvestigation without any significant new information. Mm. Uh, the news is a blow to Till's Chicago-based family, as well as the Northwest University professor who helped trigger the fresh investigation four years ago. In 2017, a professor said he had come across what he believed to be a break in the case, saying that the woman Till was accused of making sexual advances at while visiting family in Mississippi in 1955 had recanted her story. Then, at just 14 years old, Emmett Till was dragged out of a bedroom. Y'all know the story in the dark of the night and lynched. He was, uh, his murder was a flashpoint for civil rights. Uh, Northwest professor working closely with Till's family tracking this investigation, explaining what they were told by federal officials in Chicago earlier Monday about why they were closing the case. The family said they were disappointed. While they did not expect anything would come of this investigation, they had hoped to at least get an apology, but that did not happen. Uh, I just think it's interesting. Uh, I know that the lady, is she still alive? I know at one point she was still alive, uh, the lady who lied on, on my man uh, for, whist- for whistling at, 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 at her. Uh, I know she was still alive. My whole thing is, well, how come she just can't be locked up? I don't care how old she is. That's just a real question. How come she can't be locked up? Like if she 85 and she might not live to be 87, okay, lock her up. Because she had a whole life. She had a whole life. I don't understand why. And if, 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 they, if they know she lied, why she can't be locked up? That's just a real question. If they know she lied, why she can't be locked up? I don't know. All right, moving on. All right, it is almost 8 o'clock. We're going to take a quick break. We ain't got no announcements, nothing, do we? Oh, hey, look, we still ain't got no flyer. Anyway, uh, when is, when is the, I don't even know when the thing is. Uh, I don't even know the date. I don't know nothing. I don't. I mean, I'm being Pat, right can you tell me when the, what the, when, what, what's the day of the toy drive? Because, you know, it would be nice if I could make an official announcement, but I don't have the actual date handy. I like to make the announcement that the Dollar Tree is now dollar twenty-five. How do you feel about that, Tanya? Because you like the Dollar Tree. I, I do. I do love the Dollar Tree. How do you feel about the Dollar Twenty-five Tree? Change the name. Buck and a quarter tree. Right. I. I. What? Well, One two five. The, well, the whole thing. Some of the dollar items. Keep talking about eating cheese. Were always different in size. And raisins. And stuff, and so, uh, and it was, you know, for 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 people, for other people, sometimes that I remember taking our members there a lot who were on, um, on like you know what you know, members? Are you talking about threshold? Yeah, yeah, we call them members. I thought you were talking about church people. Yeah, we no, 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 no. 
we had we had to call them members. We do, like we like you know like you know or, I mean yeah that was the name that that you know that we had to go by. So we had to say members, and like you know taking them to the Dollar Tree to get to get supplies and stuff and everything else like that. I'm you know I'm concerned I'm concerned for them because even with the new increase in Social Security, the health care went up as well. So it it doesn't even out. It doesn't help. It doesn't help our lower income people, and you know some people some people need that. Hmm. Like you know some people can't they can't go to the Costco. They can't go. They can't. I mean, like you know they can't go it's, and get down to the Costco. Well, I'm sorry. They can't go down to the Costco and get you know a large amount of toilet tissue. Like you know they. They got you like you know either it's the sixty nine cent at the Walgreens for you know the they Walgreens. Need toilet paper. Yeah, the, yeah, you know. They can go to my ex wife's house number two, and she got a sale going. She ain't got no sale going. <laughs> she, she is just not giving that away. She got a, I said a sale. She ain't got no sale going. You only need your Costco membership. She got enough toilet paper to wipe every in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> she Stop. said, "I don't know." What you mean you don't know? Stop, stop, don't talk about her. She <laughs> she got enough toilet paper. Look here. She can wipe every and blow every nose in Chicago and still have it and won't run out. And and, and enough body wash. Yeah, all that. For days and years to come. That's the one thing she did get that part right now. I never did run out of body wash when I used body wash back in the day. I, had, I could have started my own company. But anyway. Uh, elect lady checked in. Oh, elect lady. Oh, the four pizza. Bless your heart. Somebody checked in for real. Elect lady. Uh, the berry. Do the people at King? I mean, not King. Ebenezer. Do they go to church? They don't never check in. They don't never check in. They don't never check in. Roaches check in. But they, <laughs> but they I'm don't out. check I'm out. out. <laughs> I'm out. Roaches check in, but they don't check out. Elect lady says, Faith Works and Vision International Ministries. I like how she puts the whole title up there. Uh, ha- uh, Pastor, now I, now I ain't going to say it like she typed it. Right, but I ain't going to say it like she typed it, though. Okay. Because uh, she said Pastor Harrod D. Washington. Don't play with her. Don't, don't play Is with that her. like King Herod? Don't don't play with you, that lady. Go on. Pastor Harrod. Okay. okay. That's, that's, when, that's when he's proper. He's okay. Harrod. Okay. Pastor okay. Harrod D. Washington. Uh Harold Harold D. Washington is the pastor. He came from second what's second C O N. What is it? From the second con artist, uh nine and second con is it is it um What's C-O-N? Is C-O-N a thing? Maybe she meant Corinthians. Maybe. Two Corinthians. Or second, because there ain't no second. Uh, Maybe use your, thi- use your thinking cap. It ain't second, ain't no second Colossians. What's the other C? Uh, Corinthians. <laughs> Colossians. Uh, second continent. First country. Third time. What do I always tell you? That's why I ain't got no friends. Right. <laughs> friends. <laughs> oh, sorry. But anyway, uh, uh, how do I give? Why do I give? And what does giving do for me? That's the church check-in. I need you to give me the right scripture, though, because I didn't know what you... I, as this second, she must be talking about Corinthians. 
Yeah. Let me look at Second Corinthians nine and seven. Second Corinthians nine and seven. Let me see what that say. Let me look that up real quick. Second, y'all, the rest of y'all can do a church check in though. I don't understand the, the issue. I ain't just seen about the disobedient folk in my life. Well, yes, I have. I don't know why I'm acting brand new. Uh, <laughs> know all about it. Second Corinthians nine and seven says, uh, "Can I get a, key, a King James around here?" All right. Second Corinthians nine and seven says, "Every man according as he purposes in his heart." Mm, that is Second Corinthians. So let him give not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Oh, I like that. That'll work right there. That works. See, I figured it out. Sit on play every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, told you stop playing with. Ain't me. nobody scared of leg lady. I'm West Side too, and I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I come over there on Sunday. I ain't scared. <laughs> All right, she gonna get her man on you. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I ain't never scared. <laughs> you scared, weren't you? I ain't never scared. <laughs> Uh-uh. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be, don't be scared. Anyway, no, that's good. I like that. That will preach. I like that. Be a cheerful giver. That's good. That's good. How do I give? Why do I give? And what does giving do for me? That's good right there. That will preach. That's good. I like that. She's the only one did the church check in. Uh, the rest of these folks are disobedient, uh, part-time heathens. <laughs> I said what I said. Don't never want to do the church check-in. West Yante, she didn't do her church check-in. Felicia late for church. Uh, Michael went to Bedside Baptist. Uh, <laughs> who are these other people on here? Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't doing no checking in around here. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Y'all want to check in during the break. Y'all can. I'll check it out when I come back. Uh, but in the meantime, in between time, we're going to come right back. It won't be that long at all. Uh, I'm going to give y'all some more of my, my, my little brother here. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. Uh, let's go. Illinois State Police say they're making progress. Get some praise in real quick. 
and Heather, a little background on Heather. She is uh, is a believer, a wife, mom, author, social media consultant, and full-time writer. She lives in Menden, Nebraska with her kids, high school sweetheart, and three cats who are who are her entourage around the homestead. She's a former award-winning journalist with over 2,000 articles published. She's a, uh, full of grace and grit, raw honesty, and truly believes tacos can just about solve any situation. Oh, glory, she got the Holy Ghost. You should try to find her. Huh? Let me see if I can find her right now on the book. Uh, uh, it says, uh, you can find her on God Updates, I believe, Crosswalk, Hello, darling, and focus on family and in Brio magazine. Connect with her at Heather, HeatherRiggleman.com. HeatherRiggleman.com. Uh, let's check it out. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Uh, doom, 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 doom. She is, or not she is, the writer says this, five life-changing benefits of prayer. Five life-changing benefits of prayer. The writer says this, the writer says this, in the third century, uh, there was a desert father named Abba Paul who truly understood the benefits of prayer. Uh, while the other monks made their homes on the outskirts of the city in order to make a living selling woven baskets, Abba Paul, Father Paul rather, lived further out in the remote area. Unlike the other monks who could sell their baskets in town, he had to make uh, a traditional living for himself. Despite this major detail, uh, Paul collected palm fronds every morning and worked faithfully as if basket making was his primary source of income. Each day, without exception, he would work a day's wage of creating baskets as he prayed. He prayed unceasingly. Each frond a woven prayer. And at the end of the day, at the end of the year rather, when his cave overflowed with a year's worth of toil, he took a torch to the work of his hands and watched the flames devour it all into ash. Anne Voskamp summed up this story best when she wrote, prayer is not what we do before work, nor is prayer what we do instead of work. Prayer is our life's work. Oh, that's good. I like that. She goes on to say, the more I think about this story, the more I wonder if my perspective on prayer has grown cold and stale. If you and I truly understood the benefits of prayer, I like this, this is good already. If you and I truly understood the benefits of prayer, she says, perhaps we would be more apt to whisper what's on our hearts fervently as we live out the gift of each day instead of working fervently to produce the work of our hands. She says this, she asked this question, is the work of our hands more important than the work of our hearts, than the prayers of our hearts? Let me say that again. Is the work of our hands more important than the work of our hearts. We'll say it one more time just in case somebody missed it. Is the work of our hands more important than the work of our hearts? That's our question. That's our question today. Um, she goes on to say this. <clears throat> what if our most important contribution to God's kingdom and this world is our prayers? Hmm. 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 I already like the way this is going. She says, she says this, she says this. She says, uh, what if the most important contribution to God's kingdom and this world is our prayers instead of our contributions? Mm-hmm. Then she goes on to say, what if we get to the end of our days and our life's work burns like chaff? Mm, like chaff. She goes on to say, on the judgment day, 
fire will reveal. Oh, this is good. Bless the Lord. On the judgment day, fire will reveal uh, what kind of work each builder has done. Then she says the fire will show if a person's work, come on now, has any value. If the work survives, if the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like somebody barely escaping through the walls of flames. Mm. First Corinthians three thirteen and 15. What if our life's work is in our prayers instead of in our hands? Whatever is on your to-do list today, whether it's a sink full of dishes, endless data to enter into a spreadsheet on your desk, a homeschool lesson plan to teach or a fussy child in your arms, God sees you. This is good. He appreciates the work of your hands, but he wants you to know that your prayers are far more important. He wants you to come to him. Not only is he the creator that wants to commune with his creatives, he wants us to reap the benefits of time spent in prayer. So here are just a few items, a few items uh, that we want to talk about tonight about the benefits of prayer. Five life-changing benefits of prayer. Here's the first one. Number one, y'all ready? Y'all ready? You said yes? Ready? <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> yep. Roast. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> prayer brings us closer to God. That's number one. Prayer brings us closer to God. First Thessalonians 5 and 17 exhorts us what? To pray continuously. Continually. Jesus set this example. Even though he was the son of God, he slipped away often to pray. Think about that for a moment. Even though he was the son of God, he even slipped away often to pray. He goes off early in the day before anyone else is awake to notice him, and he communes with his father. In fact, according to early Jewish Christian tradition, Jesus often prayed at a small grotto near the Mount of Beatitudes. Toward the end of his ministry, Jesus prayed, Father, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do, John 17 and 4. How could, how could have Jesus known what he was meant to accomplish unless he communed with God? Father, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Can I teach one little thing on the side before I finish this article? John 17 and 4. The next time somebody tells you, asks you what the Lord's Prayer is, the real Lord's Prayer, refer them to the 17th chapter of John. This has been your teaching moment with Dr. Daniel King. Okay. Uh, I just said that to teach the people. Because y'all, you know, y'all been saying the Lord's Prayer was this other, you know, our Father, which I never, I know what we was taught. Do a little research. That's the model for prayer. He says, when you pray, you should pray like this. Nowhere, nowhere did it say that's the Lord's prayer. He just said, when you pray, it's an example on how you pray. John 17, that is the Lord's prayer. Ah, don't get me started. Now, now, watch this, watch this. The writer says this, <clears throat> when we pray, it deepens our relationship with God. It brings us closer to him because he created us with a need to connect with him. When we pray, we share our innermost being with him. Through prayer, we are renewed and transformed because prayer is infused with his spirit. Can we talk for a moment 
about pre- Again, I say this all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just said this about worship last week. How are you going to worship a God that you have no relationship with? How are you going to honor a God that you have no relationship with? How can you pray? How can you talk about a God that you don't talk to? I can't get no help. How are you going to talk about how good God is, but you never say nothing to him? Prayer. That commute. You don't spend no time with him, but you always got him in your mouth. Huh? <clears throat> you you know, you 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 what they call uh as Tanya used to say, I ain't heard you say it in a long time. <clears throat> Fake phony kicking it. Mm-hmm. You you just playing. You don't really know the Lord. Because you don't talk because if you know me if, if you know him, you talk to him. People I know I talk to. People that know about me, I don't talk to. Because they just know about me. And meaning they have no access to me. But people that know me and I know them. I talk to them, right? There's, there's some semblance of a relationship there. How can you say you have a relationship for somebody that you don't even talk to? I just want to help the people. You have to spend that commune time, that, that time communing with him, sitting at his feet and just talking to him and listening to him. Come on now. So when the writer says when we pray, it deepens our relationship with God, it does. It does. It, 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 it connects us on more than just word of mouth. It first connects us spiritually. Then it connects us emotionally. Then it connects us physically. You, you got to have these conversations. You got to have them. Let's keep it going, let's keep it going, let's keep it going, let's keep it going. Number two, excuse me, number two, number two says, number two says, prayer enables you to set your mind on things above. Prayer enables you to set your mind on things above. This is what the writer says, this is what the writer says. The writer says it like this. He says, or she says, uh, Colossians 3 and 2 says, set your mind on the things which are above, not on the things which are on the earth. The Greek word used for set in this verse means to seek after or to be intent on. Teaching moment. To seek after or be intent on. To set your mind on things above is to what? Seek after God, what God desires, and look at the life from God's perspective. The best cure for worry, come on now, frustration, temptation, and materialism is to what? Seek God first. In exchange for the worldly things that plague us, God provides peace, joy, contentment, and endurance. Come on. You gotta, you got to uh, 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 make sure that your mind is on the things that, look, I know how easy it is to get caught up in the everyday minutia of life, the messiness of life. But I like what, she, I, I, I like, I like what she said. She said the best cure for worry and for frustration and for temptation and materialism is to seek God, because if I'm seeking him first, what am I really worried about? 
huh? I wish y'all would help me right there. If I'm seeking him first, what am I really worried about? If I'm seeking him first, what am I really frustrated about? If I'm seeking him first, then when the temptations come, I can then say, get thee behind me, huh? If I'm seeking him first, I'm not trying to uh, uh, keep up with the Joneses with materialistic things. If I'm seeking after him first. So set your mind, set your mind on, on things above. This is good. This is good. Uh, uh, I'm, trying, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get through this. I'm trying to get through this. Number three. <clears throat> Number three says, prayer turns you from a worrier into a warrior. Prayer turns you from a warrior into a warrior. Warrior into a warrior. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing. Do not be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Worried, the writer says, who isn't these days? The minute we wake up, we're bombarded with to-do lists, bad news, work, bills, and schedules. If left unchecked, she says, our worry can turn into anxiety and raise our stress levels. But prayer can turn us from worriers into prayer warriors. Reflecting on our problems through prayer helps relieve the initial stress of the situation. Let me be clear. Let me keep going, then I'll come back to that. Leaving our problems in God's hands has been shown to improve stress levels because we know God's shoulders are bigger than ours. The best part is that prayer is always available. Nothing can keep us from running to God with our problems except our own choices. Y'all done got quiet on me. I like this part of what she says. She says, reflecting on our problems through prayer helps relieve the initial, the initial stress of the situation. Can we pause right there? <clears throat> it helps relieve the initial stress. What I'm not saying today, I want to be very clear. What I'm not saying today is that prayer instantly removes all of your problems. What I am saying that if you, if you turn it over to God, we can, you, you, can, you, can, you can change your initial reactions, right? If I'm constantly in relationship with God, if I put him first, if I'm seeking, if I'm seeking after the things above, Right? I'm less likely to have a quote unquote bad reaction to certain news that I might get if I'm talking to him first. Meaning my flesh won't rise up like it normally would because I've been praying and talking to God first. So like like the writer says, it relieves your initial stress. Meaning it, it, it helps you keep your mind. Because, you know, if we're honest, when, when, when we get some bad news or if somebody says this or that, we instantly go into either fix-it mode or panic mode. When we don't know how to fix it, we go into panic mode. But prayer will say, let me hold on. I've been talking to my daddy all week. I wish I could get some help. 
I've been praying to my daddy all week. I've been praying to the I've been praying to God every day. God knows my name. I can't get no help. God knows my name. God knows me. So now that this thing just popped up, this situation at the job or this situation at school or this situation at home or this situation wherever, this thing that just popped up, I know that I could panic. But I've been talking to my father. <clears throat> And my father said, I can cast my cares on him. I can't get no help. My father said, I can bring anything to him. So before I respond to this email that just wanted to send me off, before I respond to this text message, before I respond to this phone call, let me talk to God. Watch this. I'm going to help a whole lot of people right now. I'm going to set a whole bunch of people free. Let me talk to God to save your life. Huh? Let me talk to God before I check you. Let me check in with him before I clap back on you. Oh, y'all don't get no help. Let me have a good conversation with him so he can tell me what not to do to you. Huh? Let me let him lay hands on me before I lay hands. Before, not before. Before I lay hands on you. Huh? Amen. <laughs> That's from lay, that's that's from uh laying on the hands, chapter five, verses three and seven. <laughs> let, 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 let me talk to him before I say something to you. Because I've been talking to him. Because well, he's been working on me, right? And, and now here you come, you want to see just how much the work I've been doing. <laughs> so let me talk, let me talk to him first before I respond. That's, that's, this is good. This is good. So I ain't going to have no anxiety because I've been talking to God all week. I've been talking to God all month. I've been talking to God all year. So I don't care what the news, I don't care what they say on the news. I've been talking to God. And he's been telling me something a whole lot different than what y'all talking about. Our conversation ain't got that mess in it that y'all talking about. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to act like I don't even hear you. And I'm just going to keep talking to him. You read you read. Lissette's comment? Lissette says, oh, there is freedom in releasing to God. Yeah, absolutely. There's power in it. See, y'all, this, I'm going to say it like I feel it. We often talk about worship and prayer as being intimate with God. I wish y'all, I wish y'all get this. 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 Y'all pray for me. Keep your Holy Ghost mind. Don't go nowhere else with this now. Watch this. You said some key words. Listen. There's freedom in releasing to God. Watch this. You can't release without being intimate. That's going to help somebody. I'm, gonna help, I'm, try, I'm trying to help the people. I'm trying to help you keep your mind right. Keep your mind right. You can't release without being intimate. You got to be careful. Oh, God, help me now. Where you drop. <laughs> you got to be careful. That's why when I talk, see, see, I, I have an, in, when you have an intimate relationship, I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying, I'm trying. When you have an intimate relationship, 
Now I can lay it all out. And 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 if you have that type of relationship with God, my God, today you 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 there, there's freedom. There's there's freedom in turning it over to Him. There's freedom in that. My 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 my. Woo God. There's freedom in that. Y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't y'all ain't gonna get that. Y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't y'all ain't gonna catch this with me. There's freedom in that. You're not walking around all constricted and tied up in knots and 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 stuck up and and full of whatever. You, you no 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 no. I'm 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 gonna drop this right in God's lap. I'm gonna let God have this. Cause ain't no sense in me carrying it when He can carry it all. If Jesus paid it all, why am I carrying it? I can't get no help. If he paid it all, why am I carrying it? Hmm. My, my, my. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Number four. I know they weren't numbered. Okay. Yeah. So let me see. 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 Uh, Okay, so it is four. Nope. Yeah, it is four. Four. Prayer, 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 prayer inspires hope. Prayer inspires hope. This is what the writer says. Isaiah. Isaiah says, Isaiah 40 and 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Huh? They will mount up on wings like an eagle. They will run and not be weary. They will walk, come on now, and not faint. The biblical definition of hope is this, assured expectations, because anything that is built on less than God will always disappoint. Come on now, let me say that again. The biblical definition of hope, I just got a, I just felt the, the, a, a, a spirit of Carolyn Jackson, uh, 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 not J- Carolyn, uh, 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 Miss Johnson, will rise up in me real quick. The biblical definition of hope is a sure expectation because anything that is built on less than God will always disappoint. Yet God promises us hope. When we go to God in prayer, yeah, he reminds us of his promises. He reminds us that what? He never changes, huh? He reminds us that he is constant. He reminds us that his will will be the same today tomorrow and forever. Mm -hmm. When we take our problems and our struggles and worries to God in prayer, he shifts our focus off the mountain to the fact he can move the mountain. He reminds us in Romans 5 and 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Lamentations 3 and 21, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. 1 Corinthians 4 and 17, the light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory. Come on, y'all. This thing is rich. If you if 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 we if we would just recognize for a moment, come on now. I I, I wish we would get this. When the writer says, when, when, when she said, when she said, anything built on less than God will always disappoint. 
the biblical, let me go back again one more time. The biblical definition of hope is the assured expectations because anything that is built on less than God will always disappoint. It instantly, when I hear that, when I hear that, I instantly think of the, 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 the song that, that, that the late great Dr. Carolyn, let me give her her full recognition, the late great Dr. Carolyn Johnson, uh, son of, of, of Apostle Bishop Sean Johnson at the Pentecostal Church of Holiness over on the west side of Chicago, 1441 South Kilo. Why do I still know the address, Jesus? But... <laughs> Over there on the west side, his mama taught us this song when we was in seventh grade. My hope is built, come on now, on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy lean, come on now, in <laughs> on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand on Christ. I, my God, all of the ground. My, 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 it's sinking sand. My, my, come on, come on, come on. I wish I had, I wish I could get some help right there. That'll preach. That'll preach. We, we got, we got to make sure where we're, where we, where we have our expectations. Prayer inspires hope. Because watch this. How can I pray and not have hope? Why, why, why do you have hope then? Why do you have hope? Why do you have hope? Well, here's the deal. I'm not going to the car dealer or trying to buy a house and asking these people who can who can tell me to fix. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not going to a doctor that's practicing medicine that can tell me what well, there's nothing else we can do. I'm not going to a car lender or bank lender and they say well based off of your information we really not gonna be able to you know see we don't go you know when you when your stuff ain't right some of y'all when your stuff ain't right when you go to a place you you you, you know you you you, you you're, you're not as hopeful because after you fill out the paper and you see the man walk away you're going okay let me see what he's gonna come back with i hope he don't come back right now but see here's the difference if i'm praying to the god huh to the God, uh, who, 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 where the Bible says the cattle on a thousand hills is his. If I'm praying to a God that's where, where, the, where he said in my father's house, there are many mansions. If I'm praying to a God where it says the streets of heaven are paved, in gold, the walls are, are surrounded in jewels. If I'm praying to that God, then why? How could I not have hope? Because I'm praying to the one person who who can't mess it up. I'm praying to the one person who absolutely can deliver, huh? Who absolutely can set free. Who absolutely can make me new. I, who absolutely can never fail. So if I'm going to pray, why not pray with some hope in mind? Why not pray with some hope in mind? Like, okay, here we go. Number five. Number five. Oh, God, this is blessing me. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Bless you, Lissette. Bless you. I see the hands. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Watch this. Number five. Prayer makes us 
healthier. Right there. Prayer makes us healthier. Second Kings 20 and 5. This is what the Lord, the God of your father, David, says. I have heard your prayers and seen your tears, and I will heal you. The writer says prayer makes the whole body healthier because prayer has the ability to transform and renew our spirits. We will also reap the benefits in our bodies. Watch this. Watch this. The writer says a study found that praying improves neurological and cardiovascular health. Because prayer puts us in a state of peace, it then changes our emotions and moods. The brain will then provide health changes in the body. The brain will then promote health changes in the body. The sister, there were times that I prayed in the morning and I got the answer before I got out of my car to go to work. I know that's right. Huh? The Bible says you have not. Because you ask not. Stop asking the wrong people. My, my, my. Huh? In the words of the prophetess, uh, no, I shouldn't even call her prophetess because she got it from somebody else. No, no, it was from her. Take it this way. The great, not late, but the great prophetess, Oprah Winfrey. Stop taking a no from a person who never had the power to tell you yes in the first place. Why would I go to somebody who's going to tell me no and they really never had the power to tell me yes in the first place? I'm going to go to God, who my Bible tells me that he has all power, huh, of heaven and earth in his hand. Like the song say, whatever the problem, I put it all in his hands. This and that. I put it all in his hands. He can handle it. And that's a fact. Glory to God. I put it all in his hands. No matter how great or small, he's the master of it all. I I, I almost preached right there. Mm -hmm. I felt like I I was about to just go ahead and say something. I put it all in his hands. Come on. Prayer, prayer. Let's go, let's go, let's go. That was number five. But see, I got one more. It's two more. That's why I said it was more than five. I knew I could count just a I little mean, bit. I mean, you could count. That's why I never numbered them. <laughs> I just was telling you how many I saw. The writer says, I thought it was five. Y'all look like it's about six or seven. But it's going to work out. This is good. We on time. Number five. Oh, this is great. Prayer recharges your spiritual batteries. Prayer recharges your spiritual battery. Revelation 2021. And he showed me a river of water of life, bright as a crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Living the Christian life involves a spiritual battery. We are three in one, mind, body, and spirit. Just like our cell phones, our spirits need recharging. And we do this through prayer. When we go to God, our divine connection, he restores our spirit. Prayer is essentially our charging station. I've shared this with you guys, and I don't remember the brother's name. 
But I remember him at that uh, pre-raise the praise event, and the young man got up and, and preached a quick little sermonette, and he talked about God being the source. God being the source. How many times when these things start to get a little old and 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 uh 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 antiquated and 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 overused, how many times do you have to plug this thing up in the course of a day? How many times in the course of a day do you have to plug this thing up? How many times? right? At least once a day. Some of y'all plug it up every night. Some of y'all plug it up while you're at work. It's sitting on, your, on a charging station. While you wherever you are, it's plugged up when it's in your car. It's plugged up when it's in the cradle. It's plugged up wherever. You spend more time charging this battery than you do your spiritual battery. These things get more care than our bodies do. We'll spend more time in these things than we do talking to him. I'm, I'm here to set somebody free. What about if every time you plugged your phone up in the course of a day, you said something to God? I'm just going to help somebody right now. What if every time you, 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 you plugged your phone in? I'm going to help somebody right now. I'm helping somebody right now. What if every time you plugged your phone in in the course of a day, you said a prayer to God. You had a conversation with God. That's you recharging your spiritual battery. So while your battery, while your phone is charging, you're charging. While your phone is getting hit, getting its what it needs, you're giving you what you need. Plug the phone in, you plug in. I promise you y'all have a different situation. I promise you, you'll have a different situation. You should try it. You should try it. Are you charging this battery? Try charging your spiritual battery. Have a conversation with God. Have a little talk with Jesus, as the song says. All right. So the writer says this. Uh, The last thing is the benefits of prayer. The benefits of prayer list goes on. That's not even one. The benefits of prayer list goes on. The writer says this. Not only does prayer bring us closer to God, here's your word, uh, Lisette. It offers forgiveness and freedom, reduces worry, infuses hope, creates change, and recharges our spiritual battery. Prayer also brings wisdom and love, and it brings us to the divine heart of God. Yeah, prayer brings wisdom. Because a lot of times, this is why you have to put God first. Because, see, God will have you from making a fool out of yourself. I can't get no God, wisdom. See, wisdom stops you from making a fool out of yourself. So if I'm praying to God, and if we now believe that prayer also brings wisdom, so now my reaction is going to be different. Now my reaction is going to be different. The writer says, he changes us from the inside out. The benefit of prayers are endless, but most importantly, we get to know God's heart. The purpose of spending time with somebody is to get to know their. Think about your mate, your boo, 
I don't know about your side piece because y'all don't really have none. But your mate, your boo, whoever. Spending time with them, having conversations with them, what do you learn? Yeah, you learn their quirks and all the stuff that you don't, the stuff that irritates you and all that. But you know what else you learn? You learn their heart. You learn their heart, right? That's what spending time does, to know the heart of the person just by talking to them, listening to them, spending some time with them. So not to be nothing major, but the same thing is with God. The more you talk to him, the more you get to know God's heart. And the more you know God's heart, the better, the, the better it is, the, the better you are, and the easier it is to walk in his will. Watch this. Most importantly, the writer says, our prayers help us benefit in the heavenly realms now and when we are ushered into eternity. Prayer opens up the heavenly realm. You know that model of prayer we talked about a little earlier when I was telling you all about the disciples' prayer. You know the part where it says, uh, 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 on earth as it is in heaven. Come on now, I ain't going to get no help. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. When you pray, you open up. Come on, I'm going to help somebody right now. Come here, uh, Malachi, the third chapter, 6 to the 10 first. I will open you up the windows of heaven. Come on now. And pull you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Prayer puts you in places spiritually that physical work will never get you to. Prayer puts you in a place spiritually that physically you'd never be able to walk into. Come on. The, the, the writer goes on to say this. He says, when everything in this life turns to ash, our prayers will live on. Yeah. Yeah. Our prayers are our coming home. Prophet Jeremiah said this in Jeremiah 15 and 16. Your word became to me the gladness and joy of my heart. This is a most wonderful benefit of prayer. That's wonderful. Your word became to me the gladness and joy of my heart. That's, that's a blessing right there. In the words of Dr. Gerald M. Dew, ain't that a blessing? That's a blessing. That is absolutely, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, and this is real talk. It's amazing what prayer does. It's amazing what prayer does if we just do it. If we just have the conversations. If we trust God to talk to him. If we trust God to spend some time with him, watch this. You know the cool thing about God? Unlike your friends, and I'm not saying your friends ain't cool. But when you go to God to talk about a problem, he already know what it is. Catch this part. He already got an answer for you. Don't miss this part. He already has the solution. Unlike your friends. Talk to God. He already worked it out. 
keep that in mind. So the cool thing about going to God is ain't nothing you can tell him that's going to surprise him. <laughs> ain't nothing you can tell God that's going to surprise God. Not when he wrote the book, <laughs> each individual book. He wrote all our books, all the chapters, all the chronicles. All the rewrites. <laughs> he rewrote the rewrites. He wrote the rewrites. He wrote, look, he, he wrote it all. This whole movie, he already got it mapped out. So when you go to God to finally talk to him, please know, ma'am, him already know. So you're not going to surprise him. He's going to be sitting there. He's going to give you that Kevin Hart. Dang, he ain't going to do that. God gonna say, uh, uh, so you find this out like just come on and let me. You, you find this out to say something. Like I've I've been sitting here waiting this whole time. Uh, we've been waiting because the answer been sitting right here, but we just waiting on you because you know closed mouth don't get fed, huh? You 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 been holding on to this, and we we just been sitting here in heaven chilling, like you know we see you doing the same dun da dun. Trying to figure out when you going to – we sitting around. Did he call yet? No, he ain't called. Okay. He's still doing – yeah, he's doing – what about today? No, he still ain't called you. No, he ain't called you, Lord. You know. God checking his messages. He's looking. He's like, well, he still ain't called, huh? What you think she waiting on? Shoot. Getting a little late, ain't it? You suffering, going through all this different stuff, and God sitting there with the phone. Phone ain't never on. He got that good plan. He ain't got no payment arrangements or nothing. He ain't got no he ain't got no spending limits. He got that good plan. I think God got Verizon. He got that good <laughs> He can afford it though. He can afford it. God's sitting there on the phone like you 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 just ain't gonna call, huh? You he waiting on you. Waiting on you. <laughs> he just sitting there waiting. Waiting on y'all to say something. But yet we sit contemplating, how, how, how am I going to be able to tell him? How am I going to be able to tell him? I don't know, y'all. I just, I, I just think, I just think y'all, y'all we, need, we need to figure it out. We need to figure it out. We need to figure out that prayer is, is not only, not only the, uh, uh, the benefits of it, but the necessity of it. The things we go through in this life necessitate prayer. The things we go through in life, the things we go through in life necessitate prayer. Make prayer necessary. I think we ought to we ought to delve into it a little bit more. We ought to delve into it. And recognize the necessity of it. And just like your body needs water, like your body needs food, your spirit needs to be fed as well. Your spirit needs prayer. Your spirit needs a place to purge. We carry a lot of burdens in this life. Some intentionally that we put on ourselves. Some that others place on us. Well, we need to take advantage of a place 
that has that never runs out of room. We need to take place. We need to take some time and speak to an ear that's never closed, a phone line that's never busy, a voicemail that's never full or always set up. Spend some time talking to God. Let's get ready, Jackie. Let's pray. Father God, we welcome you. God, we thank you first, God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. God, we thank you, God, just for being a God who answers prayer. Yeah. We thank you, God, even when, you're, even when your answer is no and not yet, we say thank you. Even when your answer is not now, you're not ready, we say thank you. Even when your answer says no because you're trying to save our lives, we say thank you. Even when your no breaks our heart, we still say thank you because, Lord, we recognize that you know better than we do. So, God, give us a mindset of prayer. Give us a mindset of wanting to commune and communicate with our Father. Give us a mindset, God, of not just praying for ourselves but praying for others, God. Give us a mindset of intercession on today, God. Give us a mindset of standing in the gap, God. Give us a mindset, God. Teach us the necessity of prayer. Teach us about the closeness of prayer. Well, God, teach us how prayer makes us, teach us about the hope in prayer. Teach us about that. Teach us, God, about uh, uh, to stop us from being warriors, God, and, and create warriors in us today, God. Teach us. Lord, God, have, have, our, have us to set our mind, God, on the things that are above and not on the earth. Lord, God, we praise your name, God. We thank you, God. For those, God, we're, we're lifting up those, God, who, who uh, families are still going through the mourning process. God, we're keeping Deacon James Smith and his family on our prayer list. Uh, God, there's so many others who are standing in the need, and we want to just lift them up today to you. Uh, we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Look, before we get off the air, before we get off the air, I need y'all's help. I need y'all's help. We have a toy drive here, and if I had the information, I would have put it out there for y'all, you know. But, you know, 2022, whole different, whole different party going on around here. But for right now, but for right now, or for right now, um, we have a toy drive. If you can help us out in any way, in any way with the toy drive, you can drop off toys Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or even on Sundays. Anytime between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Sundays. Anytime between that time. Our toy drive is on December the 19th at 1 p.m. Yes, we're still accepting toys and donations. We're looking to give away 100 toys, maybe even more. Just so you know, the last couple of years, even in the midst of COVID, we have had a packed house getting toys for the children, and we want to continue to do that. So if you all can help in any way, in any way, you can um, you can go to uh, our church website, which is EbenezerBronzeville.org, EbenezerBronzeville.org. You can go there. Uh, let me do this and hit the Give Now button again that's ebenezer if i could spell ebenezerbronzeville.org ebenezerbronzeville.org you can do that 
Real simple, real easy to do. Uh, and then go to the Give Now section. Let me do this real quick. Uh, the Give Now section for ebonyzebronzeville.org. Let me drop this in here real quick for y'all. Uh, boom. If you decide you want to give a donation, you can do that right there on that link right there. Or if you decide you want to drop off a toy, the address is 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60563, 60563, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. You can come anytime between 9 and 3, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, anytime between then, and drop off your toys or your donation. If you want to do it that way, you can do it that way. We also have Zelle. Uh, I guess I don't feel like giving out all that information, uh, but you can do that as well to help out with the toy drive. 4501 South Vincent Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 606. I three with my voice going. 6065. Say what? 60653. Oh, is it 60653 or 60563? 60653. Yeah. 60653. Yeah. You said away. <laughs> but that's the address, y'all. So help us out any way you can. If you got questions about anything, feel free to hit me up. Uh, hit the email us, ctlo show at ctlomedia.net uh, or hit us up in any of our chat boxes that you're, any, anything that you're watching us on right now. If you have further questions about the toy drive, Feel free to drop me a line. Uh, find whatever whatever page you're watching on. Find the message, such message section and send us a message. Look, in the meantime, in between time, do me a favor, my brother and sister. If you're driving through whatever city you are in, do me a favor. Be safe. Be safe because folks have lost their mind. And keep your head on a swivel. Two T's. One L. One O. With your hands lifted up.